The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Kel Freilich. And I'm Ben Howarth, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast, Couples Edition. That's right, me and Kel on today, talking about movies, yeah. talking about plant and yeah. Stardew Valley, the movie, yeah. not really. The true American dream. Stardew Valley. Yeah. Moving to a town and meeting a possibly queer Weird romantic partner. That's not in the movie. No, I'm talking about Stardew Valley. Yeah. <laughs> That's not in the movie. No, 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 no. Uh, this week we are talking about Minari, one of the uh, Best Picture nominees and Oscar frontrunners, and uh, a film that we uh, had a very personal um, yes. experience watching for various reasons we'll talk about. But first, uh, the movie itself. Uh, in 1984, the Korean immigrant family Yi moves from California to their new plot of land in rural Arkansas where Father Jacob hopes to grow Korean produce to sell to vendors in Dallas. To help watch the children during the day, they arrange for Monica's mother, Soon Ja, to travel from South Korea. But David, their son, who is forced to share a room with her, avoids her because she's not to conform to her normal idea of a grandmother. And then there is uh, stakes and changes. And Family drama. Drama and all kinds of yes. fascinating Heartbreak. stuff. Heartbreak. So, Kelly, do you want to talk a little bit about how we saw this movie? Cause we saw it at River Oaks. This. sad. The River Oaks Theater in Houston, Texas. Uh, the last independent theater in Houston, Texas, and it just closed due to uh, COVID killing its business model as well as the uh, uh, real estate people being jerks, <laughs> as real estate people often are. Um, we hope that it will come back in some form or fashion, but we yes. were like, let's go see a movie there. And that was the movie. And that was the film we it saw. It was a good movie. movie. It was, it was a, per- a really good movie. Perfect movie for this because it's very emotional. Yeah. Yeah, it made it probably even more emotional, honestly. Very much, but it has a lot of elements too of loss yeah. and regrowth, and so it felt very appropriate. Fitting, yes. yes. But uh, what do you think of the film itself? I really, really liked it. I think this is one of my, if if not one of the, then the like my favoriteest movie of this year wow. that I've seen. Or possibly... I say wow, I review that, but I have to do it for the... You know. Possibly last year, honestly, because there wasn't a lot. I meant there was at the beginning of the year, but there they, wasn't a they lot They lump it into out. last year because it came yeah, out and in it's getting, Sundance. Yeah, and, yeah, it's getting. So I would say, yeah, it's probably... It's it's way up there. It's way up there. Yeah. I, I like this movie a lot. I don't think I like it as much as you because you love, love, love this movie. And I just yeah. love this movie. <laughs> so we're going to argue about how much. No, we're not. We love it. I guess. How much who loves who, what more? Oh, you almost said who loves who more. No, oh. I didn't mean to say Oh. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm tripping over my words. No, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I love this movie, too, quite a bit. Um, this movie reminds me of a, one of my favorite film quotes, or quotes about film, and uh, one of my favorite Roger Ebert quotes at the same time, where he said that... Uh, Movies are like a machine that generate empathy. And this is one of those movies that very much feels that way. And it's the kind of movie I love because I think, to me, it's it's a great example of why diverse voices and unique stories are so important. I always say that, like, the 
the thing that frustrates me often about Hollywood is when you make something more generic, it becomes weirdly less universal mm-hmm. because it doesn't feel human at a certain point, you know? Yeah. And that, you know, I feel like so many Hollywood producers would look at this and go, a Korean family in Arkansas? And there's not, like, mm. a big scene where they have, like, a big racist This is true. Down it's, like, super stereotypical. Yeah. Of, like, of like foreigners coming in. And they're, like, struggle through no, the world and, to and, make it. And they do have struggle. And, and there is emotional stakes, yeah. for sure. But it is not... That's not a facet of it's it. It's not cookie cutter and predictable. You're right. Well, some of it, I feel like some of it is a little bit. Like, it right. does, it is very much like that um, American dream classic story, like, we're going to start a new, even though, I don't, I don't really hear very many stories that it's like Asian people. Norm, normally it's like, you know, back in the, was it the, the 70s and the 50s when people come came over? Right, like 1800s era. That's what I meant, like, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bad with... Centuries. <laughs> I was gonna give In you my an out by being like, I was like, that sounds too. Yeah, I was like, that sounds too recent. I'm talking about later, but like, but no, you know, sure. like the Godfather. Like this. That's true. That's like, like a 30s era. And, yeah, that's what 20s, I mean. I was yeah. thinking that in my mind. Sure. You know. But you're right. A lot of immigrant experiences of like making in America are often through a, yeah, typically white, usually Irish or I know Italian yeah. might not. But there's always like, like that like hardship. That they always oh, get yeah. through, like very rock bottom, and then they get like you know they have racist comments like "get out of our country" and all that, and they have to push against that. But this right. one does do different stuff, and and, the, and racial elements are there, and they're mostly in kind of a casual racism way. Mm, yeah, but it's it's not the main focus no, of the film, not and at it, all. it recognizes that it doesn't have to go to kind of cheap lengths to. Yeah. Even though it has stuff that feels like it could be a cheap link, of like a heart condition and the grandmother has a stroke. That's true. Like it that. does seem like how far can we kick them down to like the <laughs> lowest level? Like how far can we... Yeah. But it is also like sympathy points. Oh yeah. It's very much like feel bad for this family. Feel even better for them. They have it really rough. And the oh. whole time I was like on the edge of my seat saying like thinking like please don't let this thing happen to this person please don't let this thing happen oh, yeah. to this character I love this character you know they're so wholesome you yeah. know? and it was I knew in the back of my mind like something big and bad's gonna happen because there'd be no story for sure you know? for sure and I think what what works so well is this film was based uh, it's directed by and written by Lee Isaac Chung um, this is I think his fourth film but his first sort of big breakout hit um, and he's a Korean American and his family did just this. They, they moved to, um, rural Kansas instead of Arkansas, but, uh, and they grew a farm in the 1980s. Now he's made it very clear. This is not directly their story. Obviously certain mm-hmm. elements are, are, are liberally taken from, but he, he really wanted to make it clear. Make and it he more said dramatic. It, in large part, that's because he didn't want to his father to feel like he was criticizing him and his choices right. essentially. He, he wanted to make it clear. Again, I think this is why this film works so well. It comes from a place of, of empathy. Uh, I'm also, to tell a story. I, I heard from his, an interview with him that he said that the mayor of the the town said that they really appreciated how he depicted Paul, who is this character, who is this yeah. fascinating uh, character. He's this uh, white uh, local resident who brings him a tractor, it's but a then crazy. ends up kind of... In a cringy but kind of wholesome way. It's like, we're going to be best friends. We're going to be best friends. And he's very <laughs> religious to a, a an extreme degree where he even 
carries around a cross every Sunday. And he kind of weirds out the, the main guy, but he seems like yeah, to really they, love him and appreciate him. Exactly, and it's like, you yeah. know, this, this town kook is not going to... Again, a good example of, like, the town kook is not going to go kill yeah. them one day or try to attack them or something. He's just, like, a genuinely wholesome yeah. man who's and trying his best. Honestly, it's almost like they're both kind of outcasts because even people yeah. in the community don't like Paul or, like, you know, like the kids on the bus were like, let's throw... Were, did they throw rocks at him or something? They were just or making fun just, of him. They, they just made fun of him and they shouted slurs or whatever when they walked by. But, the, like, the kids were like, no, that's Paul. That's our friend, you know. Right. Um, right. So it almost, like, it almost is a really good fitting, you know, pair you know, the crazy dude and the very much farmer dude. Yes. <laughs> that are both kind of a little bit outcasts or different, but in different ways. Oh, yeah, very much so. I I think this is just a film in general about um, the the everyday struggle of just... That, that human beings all have different values and goals and, and yes. the difficulty of... That no no one in this movie is in the wrong, which is what I really like. I think both, yeah, yeah, you're th- right. There's a central conflict between the mother and the father, where the the mother is thinking about the stability they left and the yeah. house they left, and the father's thinking about spending the rest of his life doing the the job they do, which is literally sexting chickens, where they literally just look at chicken genitals all yeah. day and <laughs> figure um, out if one's a male or not, and then send the males to die, which is I'm sure is a very depressing. Yeah. I wonder if that's fact. symbolic at all. I wonder too. I was thinking that it was interesting. Well, no, but didn't he say to the kid, he's like, "We got to make ourselves useful. We can't be like these chickens." Like, right? Yeah, he did. He did say that. that. I think there is there is that too. There's a little bit of of masculinity and feeling the need to provide for a family, and there's a lot of elements of traditionalism versus modernism. Yeah, especially Asian cultures. And there's a really powerful thing I heard from Lee Isaac Chung in a nice little addition to this movie. He said, which is that the some someone asked him what's the one thing you added that you were most happy about that wasn't true to life, mm-hmm. and he said that um, his father always wanted uh, would always joke, but he felt like in a very like I would want us to do this way mm-hmm. of in traditional Korea from his father's era, family would all sleep on the floor together. Yeah. But as Westernization came in and beds became a thing and separate rooms became a thing, that's yeah. and that happens not at typically the, a thing anymore. The end of the film. But it happens at really the end like, of the film, and he's kind of did it to be like. They feel like they're more closer together. And it's that mix of traditionalism and, and modernism. Definitely. That like. I'm glad this movie has not been canceled for being like pro. Alternative medicine. <laughs> this is something I thought about because oh. it's like the kid's heart condition gets better because he's out in the. But I think it's just because he's out of the city. <laughs> he's just like. Anyways, yeah, but I'm they rambling. do. Yeah. No, you sorry. If you're, I don't know if you're no, I was just gonna say they do have that bit where the grandma like gives him medicine and stuff. Though. Oh yeah, like, yeah. This will make your heart stronger. But that's the other thing where he's. <laughs> but it is kind of a joke. Yeah, like, a little this bit, great running joke like, where he it's thinks a kid. They think Mountain Dew is literally mountain, mountain water. water. I love that. <laughs> a very, very good joke. Bring me the mountain, mountain water, water. please. <laughs> the grandma loves it, too. Oh, uh, the grandma is character. phenomenal. I mean, we should talk about the cast in this movie. Yes. Um, talk about the little boy. The, the, main, the main... Or the dad. Let's talk about the dad first, because yeah. it's Stephen Young, who's the biggest yeah. um, sort of recognizable Even America though- star. I want to ask you this, mm-hmm. but maybe I'll ask you this after you introduce the characters, but, like, or you can answer it after the, you, you introduce the characters, but who do you think is, like, the main character? 
I would probably say the boys. Probably You'd say the, we start the from boys. his perspective at the beginning. That's true, and if it's being kind of told by him, right? And this Lee Isaac Chung is that's essentially his character, that the director's character. What yeah. he was that boy, you know, he's yeah. younger. And I don't think he had a heart. You think condition. it's more so than the father? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it's kind of framed because there's that that whole part where they're like the families, the mom and dad are arguing, and then we kind of more focus on the children, mm-hmm. sending those notes saying "Don't fight." Yeah. On the paper planes to them. Mm, yeah. And, uh, you know, like, you kind of follow him, his reaction to the grandma's stroke rather than... Yeah. Yeah. All right. What'd you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would totally agree. Do you uh, want to introduce the characters? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. No, no worries. Uh, but yeah, so Stephen Young um, plays the dad. Let me get the cast list here. Stephen so Stephen Young. Young plays Jacob. Um, obviously most people know Stephen Young Glenn. from Glenn from The Walking Dead. He's my favorite. Oh, everyone's favorite. Uh, his, uh, spoiler alert for a very old show. Oh my god. His untimely <laughs> demise old. in that show, uh, it made a lot of people stop watching, I know. Me. But also kind of opened him up in this interesting way where he's had the most interesting career post-Walking Dead of all the big Yeah, what did he people. do? So he's been doing just like a lot of great art films. He did a movie called Burning a few years ago. That's fantastic. He did Okja with Bong Joon-ho, uh, who did Parasite. Oh, I need to watch that. Uh, it's a very interesting film. That's before he did Parasite? Did yeah. He did that one? Yeah, that was the one he did right before, know, three years before Parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, and just in general, been doing like really interesting art films and um, kind of using his fame and clout to kind of get some of these smaller yeah. productions off the ground. He deserves it. He's awesome. Oh, he's so... So good at this movie. And yeah. very, very handsome. handsome. <laughs> <laughs> the farmer outfit. Very country hot dad. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Very cute. You like the country boys. And then uh, Alan Kim is the kid who plays David, the young How uh, old child. is he? He's older than you think. I watched a video with him, and he's actually like eight. He just looks more like he's what five. Was he? Oh, was he supposed to be five in that? Yeah, he's supposed to be more like oh, five or six. Yeah. But he's, he's actually like more like eight or nine. Yeah. He's like really good at acting. He's so good. In this like movie. really good yeah. and really adorable. Very cute. Just wholesome, but also a brat. Oh yeah, a <laughs> which real is the perfect brat. line of a five-year-old. You probably want to get in a movie. <laughs> you know, if you're just gonna show that that kid in a in a two to three hour span, you have to show the brat side and also the wholesome, cute, adorable side. Oh yeah, and I think that. That's the other specificity thing of like, especially with the grandma, because like she writes this perfect line where she's she's kooky grandma, but she's not like she's really uh, kooky uh, though. Uh, she's not like a cartoon character not, though. Like yeah, she yeah. gambles a lot and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drinks Mountain Water and do, but she's also not like evil crazy grandma. She's like incredibly. Yeah. It was so weird because when they when they said, "Oh, Grandma's coming," I'm like, "Oh no, she's gonna be awful to the kids." Like all these things I was thinking about. I was like, "Oh was no, I feel bad for the kids." No, it was completely. I was completely blindsided because yeah. I feel bad for saying this, but it, I feel like it is a stereotype that like older generations mm-hmm. in, but any kind of culture, honestly. But I yeah. feel like specifically I think a lot of more. Cultures too. Yeah, I still feel like more like Asian cultures are more critical of their young and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like she's like a rogue. 
She's oh, completely yeah. offhandedly hilariously funny. And and I didn't I wouldn't get that from like her daughter, the the Right, wife I think that either. too. Yeah. Like she's, she's more like, a little more strict and more reserved. But she right. loves her mom and her mom's pretty kooky crazy and I love it. <laughs> it's the whole family dynamic. Oh yes, very much so. This is like a, a perfect film this is like a film I would teach in terms of like character motivation mm-hmm. and characterization in general. Mm-hmm. for a film i think it just like you said when you get towards the end and the the tragedy <laughs> starts yeah. piling on yeah you really do feel it yeah. in that sense yeah. much harder than you would even it, it's a good example that just because something is tragic doesn't necessarily mean it can be as emotionally you know intense unless you don't already yeah. care yeah the example i always give is the movie uh room the one about the kid in the really small Yeah, I still need to watch that. Great yeah. movie. And uh, there's a middle part that I say is like, you, I don't want to say what it is because I don't want to spoil it, but like on yeah. paper it sounds so not that exciting. And yeah. It is the hardest my heart has ever raced in a movie theater. Really? Just because you care so much and it feels yeah, like such yeah. Even that one little thing. Yeah. Yeah, so you have this huge buildup. Of so like emotion, and it just takes one little thing to knock it off. Like, literally, like Cal will tell you when, you know, this is a spoiler podcast, so when we get to the farm being on fire, I was literally, like, out loud being like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. Because I, I felt as much pain, I feel like, yeah. as the characters watching But that. see, it was that whole thing where it's like, I know something bad's gonna happen. I know either the grandma's gonna die or something. Yeah, I thought the grandma was gonna the, die. It gets close to the end, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess the divorce is... Because they they were about to like split up right before. Right. Because we get to close to the end, I'm like, okay, I guess the divorce, that's pretty devastating, honestly. You know, they're going to split up the family and everything. Right. And then the grandma has the, you know, is out in the field with the, the thing, and I'm instantly like, oh, no. Grandma, oh, no. no. Grandma, no. Grandma, no. And Don't even before fire. she, yeah, even before, I'm like, woman, you just had a stroke. I'm so sorry. No, don't be don't, doing trash fires. Yeah, don't be doing trash fires. I know you're trying to help. Please, <laughs> grandma. And, and a great example, too, of like, it's a great ending because I think it shows how tragedy often reframes your mm. perspective on things and what matters. And I think that's that, true. Yeah, I, I love that the the conflict is resolved wordlessly in the sense like all it takes for I think them to both see each other is for him to rush into the fire and risk his own life because that's the means by which he's. Keeping yeah. his family alive. And it's a selfless act. And then her rushing in as or, well or to try and help act. him. Yeah. And and I think it's like, they don't have to sit down and be like five minutes of like, you rushed in to save it. And yeah. I, you know, it's, it's like. It's just done at that point. You just get it. Yeah. Character development. I know. And it fits with the whole theme of Minari. Because Minari, that's the grandma says it like, it grows and then it dies and then it comes yeah. back and it lives in like a rockier element. It's like. Does That's where I'm just like, oh, just good. That's just good scripting. That's just good old. I'm, I'm as much as I like Promising Young Woman. I'm kind of bummed that it's probably in a win best screenplay just because I liked. Moonlight Wait, that screenplay. one is or is it? I think Promising Young Woman's gonna win. I thought you said no. I thought you said No Man Land. No Man Land's gonna win best picture. Oh, okay. I don't think it's gonna win best. Well, it no. can't. It's not in the same category. Promising Young Woman is good and it's got a good twist, but I feel like compared to this, it feels a little cheap. 
Yes. That's what I'll say. I, I mean, the subject matter is still important, but it doesn't... I don't think I'm emotionally as it, invested in the characters. It feels more... It's more like gimmicky. a gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Like, it feels very, like, Reddit, like, cancel this person. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cancel all these people. It's going to feel so satisfying, you know? Yes, right, right, It's right. like a satisfying movie. Yeah. Well, that's like the thing, it's a too, is Minari is not... I feel like that might no, be the one thing no, that's... No, It's the opposite. It's not satisfying at all. And I, and I do wonder, I feel like it's unfortunately a movie that if you watch at home, it could be easy to kind of... I'm glad we were in the theater just watching it, because I feel like it could easily drift, you know, some people's attention. So? I mean, it, it does draw you in pretty quickly. And I mean, it's very beautiful, yeah. too. I'll say this, too. As much as I like Nomadland, I will admit that, like, the fact that it's going to win probably cinematography... Because it went to film in pretty places. Like, that's kind of a yeah, bugaboo of mine. Yeah, pretty much. Or Minari, it's like, it's just Arkansas, but it just is so fucking well filmed. I thought this movie it was is. so gorgeously It's very filmed. much a character piece. Like, the scenery itself, honestly. Oh, yeah, but the, like the, the portraiture house and everything. everybody's yeah, 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 face yeah. and everything. All of it, yeah. I liked it a lot. No, I, I'm very, very impressed with it, and very glad that we can... I mean, that's, like, the thing is, like, you know, it, there's been a lot of talk in the last couple of weeks with about Asian representation and Asian storytelling. Mm, yeah. And what I, what I like what Leah Zicheng has talked about is there was this whole controversy that the Golden Globes put it in Best Foreign Language Film. Yeah. And I heard about that. It's definitely it's odd. frustrating. It, it is. Because to him, as he said, it's like, and the other thing he's talked about, which I think is also even more frustrating, is that so many people are, like, comparing it to Parasite, or talking about it to Parasite. And that, to me, is a good mm. example of, like, those two movies have nothing in common other They're, than they feature Korean I was thinking people. about how, like, kind of ironic it is that they both are in, like, the, you know, the Oscar-nominated yeah. book, and they're both Korean, but they are, like, the exact opposite story-wise but the only common thing is it's like it's a character piece about impoverished people trying to get a better life but they're completely two different (laughs) routes yes of like the same roots totally like structurally completely different directions you know the the one the what what family was it in parasite I don't remember the name of the family, but they're all like, we're criminals. Yeah, right. And we're all going to leech off of these rich people. Right. Where, like, the Minari people are like, we're just trying to live, like, earn a good living on the land. We're wholesome. We're just trying to get out of this I, hole. I told Cal, this, the only problem, <laughs> this movie, like, can only take place in the 80s because it said if, if, they, if this happened now, it would be on, like, a Vice video in, like, a week. They get like, a GoFundMe. The, yeah, like the, the like <laughs> so wholesome. The wholesome Korean family that just wants to sell Korean fresh vegetables. Yes, help like them. it would be so like instantly. Yeah. <laughs> like like people would be like, come to come to Trader Joe's you know and sell your Minari. I know I know the director. I wonder if he will ever does does he have a book on it? On like his experience? He hasn't. I would. I would be interested in a biography. Yeah. Right. Life. Like a full, more in depth. Yeah. It is interesting that he went straight to film, but I mean, if that's his preferred medium, that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And a, again, a very interesting story where he kind of made three films that didn't really go anywhere, and then almost thought about giving up. Really. And then 
made this movie just to basically write it down to be like, eh, I kind of want to write something personal and put my life story into it and, and just connect it with that. people. And yeah. I think there's something really cool about that. He's actually going to direct the Your Name remake. The anime, Your Name. Oh, gonna that do, one. He's going to do a <gasps> Korean-American. I thought for a second you meant Call Me By Your Name. No, no, like, your, your Name. That's already the, the a movie, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, the really? anime. Oh, I didn't know they were going to make a... Yeah. So is it gonna be like a Japanese? No, he's gonna do. Like, he, I mean, I don't know if it'll be a Japanese American, American. Or not, but, but he said it'll be a very American story. He's not gonna do the oh, Japanese. We need still. Like, we still need to watch we need that. To finish it. We like stopped halfway like a year ago. I <laughs> we need to watch it. Finish. I feel bad. I feel well, we'll bad. have to finish it later, anyways. Yeah. That's awesome. It is very awesome. It's awesome. But I think it's a good example. Of, you know, right. Right. What you know. Write your passion, because you never know. Yeah, right. It could be the biggest hit. Don't give up. Exactly. No, this movie's whole. It's almost guys. like it's almost like his. You know, the actual move. The story of the movie is a story about him being successful. It's kind like of he true. didn't give up on the family. He didn't give up yeah. on his career. Yeah. It's Something life changing can happen. Oh. Yeah. It's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> what a wholesome film, and one we very much. Very much enjoyed. Yes, recommend. I'm very curious how it'll do in the Oscars. I think it'll. I want it to win so bad. I know you want it to win. It's it just a good exciting. timing for it, honestly. I feel like the times. It's, it, it's pretty good timing. It could happen. It could happen. I mean, there's there's always. The, 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 as I've said before, the thing you have to remember about the Oscar Best Pictures is it's ranked choice. So literally every single person ranks the films yeah. from one to. It's do you eight. think. So Minari, I could see being a lot of, like, yeah. two or three spots, which is what... Could what possibly win it. Do you think they're going to be people... I don't want to say only conservatives, but it's probably going to be only conservatives. If the, if it wins, they're going to be, like, Korean film two, two, one, two one times in a row? Percent. Oscars are canceled. Which is, again, why I'm so frustrated <laughs> by the Parasite thing. It's like... Or there, is it always going to be compared to Parasite? Right. Either way, it doesn't win. I feel bad. Yeah. It's like... It's but yeah, different. it's like, well, Parasite won last year. It's like, well, these are two Who entirely cares? different films. Who cares? Bro, yeah, English movies film. win every year otherwise. Yeah, really. Who cares? <laughs> if you want the Oscars to be predominantly, like, American or white film, just say white Oscars. Just say it outright. <laughs> To say, no, we only like the, the white Oscars. Are we getting too political? We probably I'm sorry. Are. That's probably it. <laughs> I think that's the one thing about the film that, like, again, again I think it's the specificity that helps. Because I think if it was just, like, a completely original film, I might have more critiques, which is why I'm kind of like, I'm not sure. Just mm. in terms of, like, particularly in 1980s America, which is, like, the most, like, corporate takeover, mm. destruction of environmental protection, uh, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But maybe that just didn't matter that much to his life growing up. And that's where I'm like, maybe yeah. I just should just not worry just, about that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's a story about him and this his family. True. Yeah. Well, you want to give it a, a rating? I want to say something real yeah. quick because I, I've been waiting to say this. It's just like a gripe, not on that movie itself. But I didn't know where to insert this into the conversation. No problem. <laughs> um, but the trailer to this movie. So going... And I told you about this earlier, and you know about mm-hmm. it, but I wanted to say it. Um, so going into this movie, I hadn't... I'd heard about it, 
I heard like a just of it, like the gist of it, sorry. Um, that, you know, it's, it's about a family coming from Korea to America and, you know, their struggle in life. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really, you know, interesting and awesome. I'd love to see that. And that was the thing we saw. Um, I had never seen the trailer at all. Maybe like two seconds of it on YouTube, but like didn't watch the whole thing or whatever. I went back and watched the trailer, um, like a few days ago and it completely spoils the end of it. Which makes me so frustrated because you see the fire and everything, and I'm like, you know that's the, the big thing at the end. You know it's coming. You're just waiting on your judge's seat. So, don't watch the trailer if you haven't seen the trailer. Just watch the movie. That's my advice. Yeah, very frustrating. It's frustrating. It is very frustrating. I hate when they do that. Uh, the trailers. There's a movie. I one of my favorite movies is a movie called Barton Fink. It has an amazing final set piece, and when you put on the DVD, it shows you the final set piece in the DVD the menu. And I'm like. What is Bro. wrong with you? <laughs> Bro, stop spoiling movies, like, in trailers and, you know, advertisements and everything. Which crazy. Figure something like Minari, stop. where it's like, I understand spoiling, like, a big make blockbuster. Where it's like, well, you know, do mm. people really, I don't really care about the plot machinations of Fast 9. <laughs> I'm going for dumb, crazy car action. Yeah. But yeah, with Minari, where it's like, emotional and yeah, yeah. you're invested in it. Yeah. Uh, the two other things I want to say is, first off, I just think the score is also quite, quite beautiful. Very simple, but just very elegant and just kind of carries the movie mm. very well. I don't remember the second thing I was going to say. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. It, you did not interrupt me. That was all okay. my own brain just <laughs> throwing it in the trash. This is what happens when you get two ADHD people. Yeah, no, you just get too excited. It's just like, ah, ah. all the time. Yeah. It's like, what did I say? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, well. That's okay. Constantly at work, I'm like, all right, I'm here at this location. Why did I come to this location? <laughs> Always. I'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. Just search for clues. <laughs> Anyways, back on topic. I said, I heard someone once say that that's like when you have a sim that walks into a room and then you delete their action. Yes. Like, oh my God. Looking around. <laughs> Alright, would you like to give your score and um, overall rating for this? Yes. It's going to be... See, I can't decide if I wanted to give it a 9 or more than a 9. But it's definitely a 9. Alright. So, do you think I should... You pick. Nine you can go 9.5. Ten ten go 10 eighths. if you want. Wait, 10 eighths. 8 tenths. 9 eighths. I'm going to be pitchfork. Very... Very specific on my percentages. No, uh, I'll just give it a nine. Okay. I think it's. A, I think nine's good. Uh, do you want to say anything more about it? No. All right. Uh, I do want to watch it again eventually. But... Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think I need to want to sit on it more. And I definitely. I don't know what's keeping me from loving it as much as you did. I. I think it made me... you cry too. It, it made did. both of us cry. It did. It but you cry at a lot of things. No offense. No, I'm, 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 no, 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 no. I'm not calling you. <laughs> no, no, I'll admit right here, I, I cry very... You get very no, emotional. I, it's I very told, sweet. I told my ex once, so my, I'll say my ex-wife once, because it's pertinent to the story. Yeah. I was like, I feel really bad, because I worry I won't cry when you walk down the aisle, and you've seen me cry in so many movies, and you're going to be like, oh, those movies are my <laughs> I cried. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Yeah, I'll give it an 8.5. So I'm not that much more than, less than you. Okay. Um, 
I, I think it's incredibly well acted. I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's so much to really dig into this movie. And I think it has grown on me as, as I've it? gotten away from it. I think it is just one of those films that is... It, I think part of it is like when you when you watch it and you think like, okay, then grandma gets a stroke and then the yeah. kid has a heart problem and then the pus burns up. It can fe- there, There's a term called misery porn. Oh, or it weighs you down. Where, where, it, where it feels like a movie is pornographic in the level of misery it is inflicting on its protagonists. I think... And it, and, and it can... Be a, it can be kind of like, ugh, why? But I think yeah. this film, the more back end, the more I feel how earned all of that. You think so? Was. Yeah. I I think maybe it's just like a little clean, too clean in parts. And Is maybe that I, I was gonna ask you what would points. you what would you change to get it like at like almost like ten? I think it needed just a little bit more. I don't know, like... Non-predictability? Non-predictability, a little yeah. more artistic flair. Like yeah. you said, I knew something bad was going to happen. Yeah. I knew, of course, the Minari was going to pay off. And yeah. I mean, literally, it's the title of the movie, you know, and like... I didn't think that, but it didn't click. I think I forgot about it until the end. That's good. That's I think good. it was like, oh, yeah, they have that. Or, yeah. yeah. And and I think, uh, I don't know, there's, just certain, there's something that just... It's also like when you get to like that 9 to 10 level for me, it's yeah. like... There's just a spark of something, but obviously I think the Isaac Chung. Would you would you liked it better if it ended on like a sour note, as in like they they split up anyways or something? Maybe there's a movie Maybe. called A Separation that, that kind of ends in a very that interesting way like that. It can be, but it can be. I don't know if you do it right, it can be very yeah. interesting. But I think I know I like that the coming together and I like the the yeah. the whole ending is really good. I think maybe just middle bits with mm. a lot of arguing can be a little bit too much. Too much at yeah. points in, in time. I feel that. Like, yeah, just the convenience, like, you know, and just the king, like the sec. Here's part of it. Was like the second that the boy finally connects with the grandma, literally the next day the grandma has a stroke. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's where yes. it's like that little bit yeah. of cleanness where yeah. it's like, yeah, literally the next day, you know, that Some morning. Heartache. Very hard, but no. I, I, this movie's fantastic. It, it's, it's there's so many great performances. It it deserves more. I mean, I'm glad that the grandma's probably gonna win best supporting actress. But if that's the only thing the grandma wins, is or the mom, a lot of people think the grandma will win. The best grandma supporting is, actress. yeah. The grandma is. She's she's pretty excellent. Strong. In this but film. the mom is also pretty strong. She's, I mean, oh, they're all they're all, all very, really very talented. I the only thing I feel I feel bad about is that the sister feels like. I mean, she didn't have much of a story, but That's I just kind of feel like she, she did was not like have much of a character. <laughs> I feel bad for her. Yeah, yeah, she was supposed to be there to like yeah. be in the scene. Yeah, with pretty much, or to play off of the brother, like, little or brother yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 pretty much. So, all right. Well, then that means that uh, mm. the movie gang podcast will give Minari an eight point five total. Is it eight point five? Yeah, I would guess because so, it'll be eight point seven five. So, do we round up or down? Oh, that's true. I don't know. I don't know what the rules. Tell Jack. Ask Jack. That uh, Jack, you decide. Is it eight point five or nine? You get to decide. We have to flip a coin. <laughs> but see it. Go see it if you can. <laughs> yes. Especially if you can see it in the theater. I do think it is visually support local. Wait. Yes. Support is it local theaters. independent theaters? Your local independent. Yes. Please. This yes. is the time. Please do it. Seriously, if you. If you're comfortable with doing it, or you, a lot of independent theaters will also Your take donations. donations. Yeah. So if you don't even feel yeah. comfortable, 
Yeah. Donate the price of a ticket for it. Yeah. And do it. It, like, it means so much better to the people who are working there. And, yes. You know, we'll have these beautiful theaters. We, for we are the fourth largest city in the country, and we do no longer have an independent cinema. That's pretty cinema. sad. It is so sad. So, no no place is immune <sighs> from it. Los Angeles just lost the air. The, 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 yeah. The, sorry, Arclight, which is a huge theater chain there. So, like, nothing is immune. So, no. Enjoy it and respect it while you yeah. can, because we want more movies like this to exist. Cherish what you got. And, yeah. And take and support, that. Support good movies like this. Yeah. And let me know where I can buy a Minari, because I want to try it. <laughs> oh, the actual... Yes, yeah, we need to connect actual, with it. Yeah, we need to find... Um, or a Korean restaurant that sells it yeah, or something. Yeah, look it up. we got to find it. All right, y'all. That'll do it for the Movie Gang Podcast this week, as we do our uh, Oscar wrap-up Um just to let y'all know in case y'all were requesting we did do a Promising Woman episode unfortunately there was an audio issue we may get back around to it if we not uh, it's unfortunate but that happens a long time um, let us know any other um, Oscar movies we haven't covered yet that you think we definitely should uh, but this I think is definitely one of our favorites at least for me and Cal uh, as always be sure to go to TuscanShed.com to see all of our great podcasts you got Animania, you got Feast for Rose, you've got Pen and Paper Pod, deep in uh, their uh, new campaign. Um, you got all kinds of awesome, cool stuff. Geek Space Nine, so many great stuff, so many good, nerdy, fun things to check out. And uh, yeah, so we will see you all next week for whatever we cover next in this wonderful, weird time of releases. Uh, literally, this week I looked up new releases and there was uh, none, as far as I can tell, of anything interesting. <laughs> Um, but, uh, that happens sometimes. So, but Mortal Kombat eventually? I don't know what happened. Anyway. Anyway. Alright, well, see you all later. Bye. Bye.